All of us here at the Bros and Dragons podcast want to give some love to a group of gamers and listeners. So to John Bonnet, Johnny Holtz, John Nguyen, and my army brother Vaughn Calhoun, keep it nerdy and live your dreams. To Philip Blowman, whose birthday is today, July 1st, we would like to wish you a very happy birthday. May all your roles be crits today. We're Dungeons and Dragons. Quick, what do we do here? We're going to roll some dice. Make some terrible jokes. Toss in a wacky inflatable arm flailing tube, man, and you've got a party. It's so much pun. Sorry about that. Yeah. We're Dungeons and Dragons, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast where we are building a world through the collaborative storytelling that is Dungeons and Dragons. We like to have fun, laughs, thrills, and adventure. Join us by subscribing to Dungeons and Dragons through iTunes or wherever you download podcasts. Find us at dumbdragons.com. You enter the room and can either go through the left or right door. Which way do you want to take Grozla through, Mike? Go left. Right. You uh. open the right door and see a goblin horde fiercely attacking orcs as arrows barely miss you. Uh, what? Come on. What's wrong, Keith? I don't know. I don't know, man. Is is there any way you could just make this like a little more compelling? How, how do you want me to make it more compelling? I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm doing my best. I'm describing the scenes to you. I'm I'm look, getting you into throw in it. some battle sounds or something. Well, I mean, you mean like battle bards? Exactly like battle bards. You open the right door and see a goblin horde fiercely attacking orcs as arrows barely miss you. Is that better, Keith? Yeah, no, that was a lot better. I actually feel like I'm there in the battle now. Head on over to BattleBards.com and bring your tabletop adventures to life today. Hello, I'm Daniel Doc Gentry. Welcome to the world of Enon. I am its creator and your narrator. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmare's dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons podcast. Today, we will be following the adventures of... Keith Ross. I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian. John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargo, a female human rogue. Tom Benson. I play Xandro, a male wood elf ranger. Let us adventure on. Thinking back... Upon the devastation that you saw in the courtyard of Crystaldale, between the Temple of Jundar and the Keep, you remember an old bard's poem that has been known throughout the ages, and it never really made sense. At least the last stanza never did. Upon the plains of devastation lay in wait the revelation of all men's best intentions, the truth of all the glories they can bestow. For some odd reason, now as you guys look over this area, what has happened, especially Martin, you really understand the end of that stanza, that line. But other things have to happen. You guys quickly remember you needed to find the sightstone. Xandra and Alicia went to the keep. Steve, Adam, and Martin went to the Temple of Jundar. In the keep, you guys actually found a crystal that had spiderweb cracks all the way around it by the throne. You see that the castle is in certain disarray, that there's a lot of destruction in this area. Pan out of that and pan into 
the temple of Jundar, which has been desecrated and destroyed. Large holes in the ceiling with light shining through that. Well, at least as much light as does happen today. Everything seems to be broke, thrown. Anything of value has probably been taken from this temple. And you see a lonely figure sitting up front, long white hair. As he speaks, he stands up and you see a drow standing there. And that's where we left off. But we're going to come back out and go back to the keep. So Alicia and Zandro, you see the throne. You see a crystal next to the throne with spider cracks in it. Carefully pick it up and take it. How? Just with your bare hands? or Yeah. As you grab the crystal before you pick it up, to Alicia, it looks like you just freeze right where you are. What do you do, Alicia? I'm going to go and kind of touch him on the shoulder and go, Zandro, are you okay? As you go to touch him on the shoulder, you go, Zant, and you touch him. And we'll come back to you guys. Martin, you, Steve, and Adam are standing before this drow sitting in this defiled temple of Jundar. Who, who is your sister? Arlen. Arlen. Which would make you... Jundar. I kind of bow my head down in respect. Uh, I am honored to meet you. He sees Adam for the first time through the little crowd of you guys, and he goes, Mother? Mother? And he runs up to Adam. And he bows down and he says, we've been looking for you what seems like an eternity. Adam is like trying to back up like stranger danger. I'm not going to say anything. I want to wait, see what else is said. Adam goes, I I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I, I, I obviously am nobody's mother. I am, I am just the son of Master Zan. And he says, oh, your memories, you're locked in mortal form. How... How can we release you? Please remember something, Mother. I, I look at Adam and uh, that might explain some things. Explain what? Well, the the statements you made at the trial, uh, it seemed it seemed like you weren't yourself, and you you have no memory of it. And then you were able to restrain a, a Deimos. I couldn't hold with... it. I couldn't restrain him. I tried. I tried to bind him. It, it didn't. It didn't work. And you can obviously see the dried up blood still all over his face, coming from his eyes, coming from his ears, coming out of his nose, the crest on his mouth. It might not have worked fully, but it did something. He says, I don't, there's no way. This isn't even possible. I don't, I don't even believe in this God mumbo jumbo. These are just demons and, and powerful beings that we keep meeting. That is all. Uh, what what does Jundar say to that? Does he say anything? Uh, Jundar seems to be not unmoving, as he is almost totally on the floor. Kid, I've seen some weird stuff in my days. I, I didn't used to to necessarily trust in the gods, or, or I mean, I believed in them to an extent, but uh, I, I would keep an open mind about this, at the very least. Open mind? I'm not old enough to be a mother. I'm I'm not even the right person to be a mother. I'll ask. Jondar, uh, how is it that he is your mother or, or you believe him to be your mother? He starts to stand looking suspiciously at Adam and he stands up and seems to back off just a little bit and he looks to you and he goes, I, I don't know. I don't know. She's, know. Been She's been lost for lost over a century. century. Nobody's, Nobody's been able, been able, to, find able to find her. And as far as from all my studies, the gods don't have parents. They just are. Nobody speaks Nobody of mother speaks anymore. anymore. Mortals have forgot that she needs to be worshipped. She. What is her name? We do not speak the name of the mother. Well, maybe that's why she's been forgotten. 
She keeps power through all of our worship, but one day she just disappears and never came back. Well, if this is your mother, like, I, I don't believe that Adam is your mother, but I, I perhaps he has some kind of link to her. I could feel her power within him. She, she does not, there are no holy clerics of my mother. There are none that fight in her name. In fact, again, as I said, as far as I know, her name is lost to all mortals and all realms. She is the eternal. She is the first. Is her name Chaos? No, no, that's my my brother Deimos. Oh, well, how can we find out? You're not going to like what I have to say. Back to Alicia and Xandro. You both appear in a haze. It's almost like a dream. And you see nothing around except for what looks like thick fog. In the fog, for a second, you think you see somebody who looks like a royal. But you've never really seen a royal before. You've read about them in books. This just seems a little little off. Sanders, did you see that? Uh, the fog? No, the, the figure that was in there. Yeah, I don't know who that was. Right then, you both see something that looks like Queen Rebecca, and then it disappears back into the fog. But Queen Rebecca in her royal gown and her crown. I'm going to move forward and say, Queen Rebecca? It doesn't seem like anything answers. You just hear the howl and blowing of the wind. Look around. I mean, are we still in this room, or we can't see where we're at? You don't know, but the ground does feel more marshy than it does stone. Do I sense like anything's around us? Xandra, you start looking around and other images are in and out, but you kind of get your bearings and you remember grabbing the crystal, but you don't remember moving away from it. It chances are the crystal has drawn you in and these are maybe thoughts, maybe images of things that you couldn't explain if you wanted to. It's hard to say, but that definitely was like Queen Rebecca, but you've never seen her in all of her formal garb before. Can I use investigation to figure out if I'm dreaming this? You feel like you're not in your own dream, but you feel like you're in a dream. I don't think we're in Crystal Dale anymore. I don't think we're even awake right now. Uh, I think we're awake. Where we are, I don't know. Alicia, your dagger, right then, leaps from your hip and goes shooting into the fog. I'm going to try to reach and catch it. You're... Dagger comes flying out of its sheath and starts going to the fog. Instinctively, you reach for it, but your fingers are just not fast enough as it disappears into the fog. Well, that was fun while it lasted. I'm going to go start searching for my dagger. I'll draw my bow and knock an arrow and follow. You're trying to find your dagger, and as you're stumbling around in this very thick fog, you hear it skitter off as you go to take a step forward, and you may have kicked it, but you're not sure in which direction. Xandro, you see an image of a very pristine, uh, very dressed up, what looks like it might be another queen, and then it disappears into the fog. Some of them go in different directions. This one was coming like towards you and then turned around. I seen another one. I think we should continue forward. I think I need to find my dagger. But I will agree, I'm going to continue to go forward. I'll try and keep an eye out where I'm stepping, see if I can't see it. You know what? I am going to get down on my hands and knees and search for it. As you get down on your hands and knees, for a second, you thought you see a a very fine-looking decorative boot, and then it disappears into the fog. Xandro, I think we chose wrong. We should have stayed with the group. Possibly. Maybe we took the right path. I mean, it's possible, but... 
Just find your I'm dagger. Not... Well, okay, fine. I'm searching. You see another vision in the fog, Xandro. This one of a very tall, big, muscular man. And with a deep voice, he says, I don't care what your visions say, Master Zan. Return to your homeland and leave Tyrianda alone. And he turns and walks away. You, for a second, see the flash of a crown. I'll yell, sir. Kind of startled. I'm going to look back at Xandro. Are you okay? I seen somebody with a crown. A male. Was he hot? I don't know. He didn't look like he was sweating, so I don't know. Did, Did he look good? Well, he had a crown. That's pretty good. Hmm. Why couldn't I have seen that? Because you're busy looking for your dagger that you dropped. Well, I mean, I'm never in too much of a hurry that I can't look at a pretty face for a second. Just that second, you you put your hand on what feels like the hilt of a dagger, but as you pick it up, it's not yours. Puts it in the bag. You go to put it in your backpack, and you realize you don't have a backpack. Hey, Zandro, are you missing your backpack, too? You take your bow and you're like, hey, I love my bag, but I got my bow. And as you say that, it goes flying off. I'm going to run in that direction. I'm going to laugh. See, it's not so easy to hold on your weapons, is it? Xandro, you hear, see, it's not so easy to... And then you don't hear anything else. You run in the direction. You almost run into a figure. You realize that it's just another apparition from the fog. And it's another male figure. This time, smaller, a little bit more wiry of a person. Another crown upon his end that's different. And he says, I don't care. If the prophecies come true and Adora comes back, we must destroy the land. And then it fades away. Alicia, you see a boot. This time it looks like Xandro's in front of you as you're looking for your dagger. Lunges for it. You sweep at it and it's a wisp. Like it's made from the fog itself. Oh, this damn fog. Uh, You look up at this figure. Right before it dissipates, it was Xandro wearing a crown. I'm going to kind of lean back and sit like on my knees like sit up on my knees confused continues on with the search Xandro for a moment another apparition appears before you a gorgeous pale elf female and she says but my darling you cannot travel with the humans and you hear it in the tongue of your people they are all out for their own gain you know this better than anybody and she disappears I'm gonna keep walking in the direction that my bow took offline. Alicia, you hear a zip past your ear. As you go to swing at it, you grab something. You come forward, and your dagger, the one that you had pulled from you, is back in your hand. Oh, sweet. Stands up and yells and calls out for Xandro. Xandro! <laughs> the fog like- seems to be reacting to you better, though, Xandro, and now you see a scene before you. And you see yourself wearing a crown, that beautiful woman standing next to you as you sit on a a wooden throne. And before you looks like the god that gave you your bow. And he says, But you don't understand, Zendro. You were brought here to bring the people together. And it vanishes. Alicia, you see Martin Wildstorm coming through the fog. And behind him, there are manners of different races you have never seen in your life. And he looks like he's giving orders, but you can't hear it. What you didn't see was the one charm that you gave him that nobody knows about. He is not wearing it. Xandro, you hear whizzing. You get into a ready fighting stance, and as you do, your bow comes back to your hand. All right. Well, Alicia stood back up, but she's still, you know, you don't know where she is because you walked away from her. 
All right, I'm going to keep moving forward. As you move forward, you both come to. Xandro, you let go of the crystal that's before you. Alicia, you let go of Xandro, and you guys are right where you were with your backpacks and everything. And Alicia, so you do not dagger. have you do not have that that other dagger, just yours. Looks at Sandra. That that was really weird. Martin, back yeah. to you. He says, "We have to kill have him to, kill to him. release her spirit." Right. Well, I mean, I hate the fucker, but I, no, there is no other way. Then there won't be a way. Everything is happening because mother is lost. Everything is happening because I fucked up and trusted someone that I shouldn't have. Really? Really? Martin, do you honestly honestly believe that? I do. Were you acting alone alone through all of this? I was the one leading. You may have been the one up front, front. but we can be honest with each other. I have never seen you actually lead. Felt like I was. To have people follow you does not make you a leader, Martin. What it means is they're too scared to make decisions. On the ship, you were a captain, a great captain. You moved your ship along your crew, but you had been training for that for years as a first mate. On the ground, on the land, you tried to lead them. But outside of getting objects for a cleric who was spoken for very highly from a temple that everybody in the land trusted, what have you guys actually accomplished? Nothing. I think you have much to think about. I think putting mother's problems on you is too much. I just need to make sure that Deimos does not find out that she is trapped here. Maybe your only resolution to the problems that are happening. But as the magic field grows over the land of Adora, time runs short. The joining is to come, and we will all be joined back to our land. Until then, have some faith. Mother, he bows very deeply. I hope to see you soon. And in a wisp of smoke, he vanishes. I'll look over to Adam, kind of shrug. He kind of shrugs back. Search the temple for the sites. You and Adam go through this temple, and besides the desecration, destruction, and obvious theft, you guys find nothing that tells you that there's a site stone here. Uh, Head back out to where we first split up. Sure. And it's still just you, Steve, and Adam. Head toward the keep. Uh, You head into the keep, and right when you get into the throne room, you see uh, Xandro holding onto a ball. You see... Alicia with her hand on his shoulders. It's it's a distance away. And all of a sudden, Xandro lets go of the crystal in front of him, and you see them both a little disoriented. And you see Alicia patting down, looking at her stuff. Did you find anything? Uh, but, but, uh, maybe? I, yeah, I think so. I'm going to dig in my backpack and pull out my shirt, grab the crystal, and see if I can pick it up. You wrap the crystal with the shirt, and yes, you could pick it up. It isn't heavy at all. Does it feel like it's going to fall into pieces if I move it too much? It does, actually. Oh, shit. Why didn't you do that the first time, Xandro? What? I don't know. It felt... I didn't think anything was going to happen. You see Adam walk up, and he's just looking over this crystal. Not academically, like he usually looks at things. I'll I'll walk up next next to him and just kind of pointedly say, well, you found a lot more than we did. We didn't find anything. The temple was destroyed. But we told you not to go to the temple. It was worth a shot. Yeah, this is as far as we got. So there might be more stuff in here, but we, we didn't we didn't get very far. No, not at all. What do you mean this is as far as you've got? We've been you've been in here like ten minutes. A lot happened. Yeah, well You were there. What do you mean I was there? In the fog. You were there. Fog, fog. What fog? Th- this entire place was just filled with fog. I'm not really sure it was this place. 
I don't know. I couldn't see more than a, like my hand in front of my face. Uh, I'll turn to Adam. Uh, do you think this is, is this the sight stone? You look over and Adam eyes are milky white rolled into the back of his head his fingers are going over the scroll that he brought with him and you see a purplish pink energy swirling from him into the sight crystal can i do canna you don't know what's happening it, the sight crystal could be drawing from or this crystal which you don't know if it's a sight crystal or not could be drawing energy from him he could be in another state maybe what that strange drow was saying might be true maybe he was jundar maybe this is the mother whatever that is i'll wait and watch and see if anything happens as you watch this energy pours in and adam seems to be phasing in and out looking like he is almost non-existent before you now. Still chanting, still the power going into the crystal. I'll get close to him and be like, Adam, are you okay? You hear uh, a voice, but it's definitely female, definitely musical, and it says, Adam has chosen to give his life for you, and I have chosen to help him. Are you the mother? As you say that, Adam totally disappears. The sight crystal sounds like it's cracking, but as you look at it, all the spider cracks are dissolving and becoming whole again. A bright purple light flashes from the ball. It knocks you back a little bit, and you feel the ground shaking. Well, we're boned. Damn it, we had to keep him alive. Yep. Go check Go check and see if we're still in the water. I'll check. I want to check on Adam. Is, is Adam gone, or is he dead body? Yeah, it looks like everything of Adam's is no longer there. Fuck, Becca's really not going to like this. I don't know how we're going to explain this one. Who gives a shit about that right now? All right, well, then I'll th- go running outside and see if I can tell if the city has lifted. You run into the courtyard and you see little stones falling off some of the buildings as you take the corner to look down the main street where the gate used to be. You see water flowing out and seemingly disappearing over the side of this thing. I'll run back in and I, I, I think he fixed the problem. Well, fuck. Now how are we going to get back across the black water? Who cares at this point? At least we're not boned. Well, wasn't the whole idea to get the city up in the air? Yeah, yeah. So we'll figure out the rest as we go. Okay, fair enough. Isn't, isn't that the way you guys always do things? More or less. Pretty much. It worked out great this time. All right, see? So far, so good. Of course, I don't know what we were supposed to do after we got the city up in the air. Well, Adam was supposed to get us back across. You gather your gear and you start walking towards where the teleporter was. Sandra, okay. are you going to grab the crystal? Should we bring it with us or should we leave it here? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, if the city was up in the air, the crystal was here, right? We take the crystal, won't it fall back in the lake? That's, that's if it's a floating. good question. Do you have a good answer? No, but you know who probably would? Adam. But he had to go get himself killed. Well, maybe he's not killed. Well, he ain't here. He had to go turn himself into a purple light. Is that better? The ground shifts hard underneath your feet. Alicia puts her hand up. Xandro and Martin, you fall to the ground hard as the land shifts very hard and then evens back out again. You look around, though. Steve is gone. He sure has a nice disappearing act going on. Down the way a while, the dragonborn pops his head around the corner and goes, are you guys going to run or are you going to just keep walking nonchalantly like nothing's going on? And then he disappears around the corner again. Walk. I kind of shrug and 
run. You all get to the teleporter room that you were heading to. Where are we running to? The teleporter! Why are we running? Because the dragonborn said we should. Uh, I'm going to follow suit and start running. Yeah, I guess I will. I guess Sandra will too. Uh, you get to this room and the teleportation circle is there, but there is no energy. Well, now what? I don't know. I'll step in the circle. Nothing happens. Damn it. This time, Xandro, you were kind of prepared for it. Everybody else slams to the ground. Martin slams to the ground and slides into the side of the room altogether as you brace yourself on part of the wall, Xandro, and it reshifts back the, the place. It turned really hard that time. This is going great. Maybe we needed that crystal to get this thing going. Steve is gone. He just starts running out of the room. Steve! Steve. Which way is he going? He went out to the right. Is there anything in this room besides the circle on the floor? Uh, no. And it's not on the floor, per se. It's drawn oh. it, It's drawn onto one of the walls. Where did uh, Steve go? It looks like reason? he's running towards the main gate. I follow. I really think we need that crystal, Zandro. Or at least check out the rest of that building. Yeah, I'm going to follow you on that one. <clears throat> so Martin and Steve make it to the edge of town. Steve looks over the edge. You're about 60 feet in the air, and Steve goes... Fuck it. And he jumps. Uh, I look around. Fuck it. And I fall. You're flying through the air for what seems like forever and a split second. And you catch up with Steve. And you see Steve's mouth moving. And he grabs you. And is Xandro and Alicia heading to the, the keep? Yep. Yeah, back to where the crystal was. Okay. You head back into the keep. And you see where the crystal is now glowing very brightly. Searches the room. As One you room search building. the whole keep. You don't find anything of any value or anything that could help you. Even the drapes have been taken. Dang. Sandra, I really think we need to take this crystal with us. To where? Back to the portal. See, I was thinking there's like this holder thingy right here that the crystal's sitting in. Shouldn't it go in this thing? Portals are usually made by two magic circles that are created, especially fixed positions like that. This crystal, though it's powerful wouldn't be able to help you because neither of you would know the incantations. I half-ass explain that to her. Well, we may have risen this city, but if we can't open that portal, that was pointless. There's got to be something in this town. Yeah, there has to be. Or we just need some wizards. I'm all out of wizards. Me too. Martin, um, Steve, you are heading towards the lake at a velocity. You look over at Steve as you catch up. And he's talking and touches you on the shoulder. And all of a sudden, it feels like you're barely falling at all. And he goes, and that's why I decided to cast Featherfall. Very quickly, I'll explain to Steve what happens when you touch the water. He goes, oh, uh, well, that's why we never touched the water to get out of the town. Dafina was just going to us out of there like she this in. Right. I'm just like we're heading toward the beach. But if we don't land on the beach, <laughs> it's going to hurt. And as you say that. You both land on the beach. And I, I I look around like, thank you, Adam. And you look up and you can still see Crystal Dale rising. And it occurs to you that you're the only two here. Uh, Well, shit. Would I know of anyone in the city that would be able to get up there? Sure. You assume that somebody from the Wizarding Tower could possibly get you up there. Oh, my God. But, uh, uh, I mean, last time you talked to them, not good terms. Yeah, especially now that the kid's gone. I mean, I don't think they're going to believe me. You look over, though. You're, like, talking like you always have. And you have that sensation you can feel your arm, so you look over at your nub. And there's no more tattoo. We need to get back to the mythos. He says, I agree. 
And he starts walking into the forest. And you passed a spot with two stakes in the ground and some robes and a big bloody mess. But you make it back out to the road and you head towards the Mathos. Uh, you now, on the other side of the forest, can see Crystaldale rising again. And the color and beauty and awe, you can kind of see the building sparkling with power again. Xandro and Alicia, while the walls are getting very sparkly and magically again. Are there any other buildings that look like they're important? Um, I mean, the place looks pretty destroyed and ransacked, like it fell 300 feet into the lake. I think it's time we just start searching the town. Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know what else to do. Uh, you start searching the town. Hours pass, you don't find anything. Uh, you guys end back up at the Temple of Jundar. That's where they went into, right? Right. So we actually haven't checked it, so I guess go in there and see if we find anybody or anything. Have walk. we seen anybody? No. You walk into the Temple of Jundar, and right in the middle of the floor, closer to the altar, you see feathers that have been blackened, uh, and they seem to be spelling the word faith. That's weird. Faith? What's faith got to do with this? I'm going to go start searching the temple. You don't find anything but a desecrated, looted, broken temple. Do we see that the town is changing at all? Yep. I mean, are the buildings uncrumbling? <laughs> no, but the stone that's still intact seems to start glowing and sparkling. Alicia, this is how it looked the last time you were here. At least it's starting to become that look a little bit. Well, the town's on its way back to normalcy. Should we go back and check the uh, teleporter? Might as well. We've searched everything else. I mean, maybe if everything else is getting back to normal, maybe that's getting back to normal. I hope so, or otherwise we might be trapped up here. Do you remember where this teleporter took you? Have you ever taken this teleporter anywhere? Yes, it takes us right down to the bottom. We pop back up in Demethos. I just didn't want to, you know, randomly go somewhere. Yeah, but at least if we're on the ground, there's food. What if it took us to the Nine Hells? Then that probably would not be good. I remember it not being painful. Okay. You head back to the teleporter room, and again, the, the buildings seem to start changing hue like they were the last time. This one building seems to be more of a purple color. This one's more of a blue. This one shines a different... It's a, a, a plethora of different colors, now with magic infusing back into the stone, seemingly. You get back to the teleporter room, and the circle still seems to be inactive. The entire ground feels like it slams to a stop. The momentum drives you both up into the air. You lose your footing and you both land prone, flat on the ground, but you could feel the ground is no longer moving. Well, at least we don't have to worry about this anymore. Yeah, let's hope not. Check to make sure I didn't drop anything. <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. As you guys are looking around, Steve and Martin make it back to Demethos. As they get close to the front gate... You hear a call from the wall, and he says, Where? Where is the boy? Where is Adam? And you recognize the voice of one of the wizards from the courtroom. Uh, I'll yell out, Let me in to see the queen, and I'll explain. Uh, the, you hear one of the guards' voices, We can't just hold him out there. Uh, open the gates. And they start opening the gates for you and Steve. You both enter, and Steve goes, Listen, no offense, but it seems like you're in trouble, and I want nothing to do with this. Um, I'll see you around. And he leaves. Uh, I'll set off at kind of like a, a fast pace toward the uh, castle. You make it to the castle and the guards are there. and They look at you and they're like, where's where's the boy? You're supposed to return with the boy, Martin. Where's, I need to see Queen Rebecca. Where's now. everybody else? Oh, fine, 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 right this way. And you walk in and she seems to be listening to other people 
and their problems talk. And the guard is like, I'm sorry, your majesty, with all due respect, I, I have something very important. Um, the cleric Martin Wildstorm has returned back and uh, he says he needs to see you immediately. And she just looks over and is like, This can't wait? Uh, I've been here enough times. I know the boundary of how close I can get before the guards like get in the way. So <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go to that. I'll pull off my trident, set it on the floor beside me, uh, take off my pack, take off everything. And I'll kneel down and say, I succeeded, my queen, but I failed. And I'm here to face whatever judgment you may bestow. What are you talking about, Cleric? The boy is gone. You hear a couple of the guards like, <gasps> and Rebecca goes, Clear the room. And everybody starts to leave the room. And one guy's like, but your queen, I still don't have an answer to. She goes, I will get to it. I promise. But I need the room, please. And he bows and leaves. And as the door shuts, she goes, tell me everything. Uh, I'll tell her uh, about uh, as soon as we left, uh, finding Fidget and him dying, uh, taking him with us to Crystaldale, the creature beneath the waters, the effect that the water had on me, uh, meeting Deimos and fighting with him. I'll detail how Adam cast some kind of spell that temporarily restrained him. Gloss over the bit about Dafina. I'll tell her she's alive and took Fidget, but I'm not going to explain her being anger with me how the the demon army fled the angels fled um and we searched for the sight stone and we went into the temple of jundar and met someone who claimed to be jundar and he also claimed that adam was or held the power of someone who he referred to as the mother we talked for a bit then he disappeared and we went into the keep where we found Alicia and Zandro and a stone. And shortly thereafter, Adam was, he was casting a spell or somehow tied to the stone. I'm not sure, but female voice came out of him and said that Adam had chose to, to give his life for us. And there was a bright flash and Adam was gone. And now Crystaldale is back up in the air. When you say that she gets off of her throne area she starts moving to the door on her left your right she opens it up and starts moving through some hallways i'll wait here she's gone for a long period of time she comes back and she goes i can't i can't believe it but i i see it it's a beacon of hope in this time of trouble martin what can we do you were supposed to bring the boy back safe that is not for me to decide you made it very clear that that was what I was to do. I won't make excuses and say it was out of my control, but the boy seemed to have acted of his own free will. Are the rest of your traveling companions in the hall? What's going on? Did they go into hiding when you came up here? When the city began to rise, it was shaking violently and you remember Steve? Yes! Did you find Steve? Yeah, he was there. Him and I ran to the edge of the city and jumped the other two, I'm not sure where they are. I I guess they might still be in the city. Hey, you say this. Back to you guys. Oh, uh, you look around and you don't find anything. Well, Sandro, we have searched this place top to bottom, left to right, up, down, all directions. I have no ideas on how we're going to get out of here. Uh, first, I want to push on the circle. You touch and push, and the runes are etched pretty hard in the stone, but they, they don't have any energy force coming through them. Can I recognize, like, what kind of runes they are? You know the very little spells and the little arcana that you know from, excuse me, the mountains in the forest. But you don't recognize these runes. They're 
out of your ledger domain and that they're more of like a wizarding thing? I mean, we could bring the crystal over here and what's the worst that could happen if we take it off of that stand and the city starts to drop? We'll just have to hurry up and put it back, I guess. But didn't you say that it wouldn't work? We would need two of them to do anything? Yeah, the teleport. It usually works by two, so I really don't think the crystal will help. But, I mean... It's worth a try. Sure. You head back to the keep. Who's going to try to lift the crystal? (laughs) I will. All right. Without... Barehanded. You're going to do it barehanded? Yeah. Okay. You grab onto the crystal, and just for a second, you stop, and nothing seems to happen. You go to pick it up, and it slides out, and you see the stone dim. You both maintain your footing as you feel that pit in your stomach feeling like you're flying through the air going down xandro very quickly i heard you before you place the stone back down and you feel the ground shift again very hard but both of you maintain your balance as you can feel the land going back up again yeah that probably wasn't a good move huh do it again yeah i think maybe we need another plan all right i'm gonna take a minute to sit here and think when we went into when i touched the crystal before you went into a foggy area right Yes. Did you see two queens? I saw Queen Rebecca, and I saw you as a king. Did you see any other kings? No. I did. I seen two queens, two different ones. One Rebecca, one I'm not sure. I seen a king. I seen a small human, pale-looking guy, and a female elf. And then I seen me wearing a crown, sitting on a throne. Does any of that mean anything? I think it means either you were a king before you came here, or you are now the king of Crystaldale. Back to Martin. Stick in Crystaldale? I mean, we have to go to the wizards, Martin. They were the ones that created and maintained the teleportation circles. Am I going as I am or in chains? Pick your stuff up, Martin. We still don't know what happened. All right, I bow my head and pick my shit up. You both head to the wizarding tower with four queen's guards around you. As you get there, they open the door and they go, we feel power, like... Immense power. What is happening? Uh, I'll turn to the wizards and say, uh, Crystaldale is is back in the air, but we have two people still in the city, and we need your help. Two people. So where's Adam? Kind of look at the queen. She gives you that better now than ever. (laughs) I'll turn back to them and, and say he took it upon himself to repair the side stone to get the city back up into the air. One of the wizards in the back starts saying, you, you were tasked with keeping him safe. And they seem to hold him back. And the one in the front, he is definitely the eldest, says, well, we understand. I don't think anybody was more powerful than Adam ever could have been. He had a gift. He probably was the only one who could do that. And I'll, I'll, I'll kind of nod and say, I'm, I'm sorry for, for everything that happened between us and between Adam and I. I, I underestimated him. It's for now forgiven, but you came here for something, not just to tell us this. Yeah, we have two people still in the city, and we were hoping that you could help with the teleporters. I forgot about the teleporters. Uh, Give me one second, and he, he disappears around the corner just for a second, and you hear the jingling of keys as he walks by you, and he goes to the next building and opens it up. He begins chanting and the runes on the teleportation circle begin to glow and then there's like a blue water surface that appears and he goes shall we see if it worked i kind of nod turn to the queen say we'll be back in a moment (laughs) and i step into the teleporter 
You two are in the castle, Alicia and Xandra, discussing your options on what you're going to do. Alicia is going to drop to her knees and start praying. Martin's the first to enter. So, Martin, what you see is Xandra looking around, like, trying to figure something out. He's got, like, that thought process going on. And you see something you don't see very often, with a, which is Alicia on her knees praying. A name comes into your head as you're praying to the Silver Mother. Adrama Gorvan who you know to be one of the wizards. You slightly see your dagger glow, but yeah, you walk into this, you see Alicia praying. I'll just clear my throat. <clears throat> Startled, Alicia's going to turn around. Just kind of jerk my head back over my shoulder and say, let's get out of here. Alicia and Zandro, as you look at him, the yellow feathers that are normally on his arm are gone. She's going to jump up and say, it worked. And look up at this guy and say, thank you, mother. Then she's going to look down and notice and ask, where are the feathers? I don't know. But now's not the time to worry about that. The teleporters are back up. I expect Queen Rebecca wants to talk to us. Great. She already knows about Adam. I've taken full responsibility. So we're not dead? Not yet. I don't don't feel dead. Well, Uh, let's get this over with. Yeah, I'll turn around and head back toward the teleporters. You all head back to the teleporters. You see it glowing now with a blue hue on it and what looks like water in between the circle. Alicia's just going to keep walking right for it. Alicia disappears. Martin disappears into it. Xandro, you've never seen this before. All right. I'll uh, step into it like they did and see what happens. You gracefully come through the other side just with a little jerk because as you step into the teleport, you feel like your body's being pulled into a million little pieces and reconstructs on your neck stride out the other side. Whoa, look around. Where are we? (laughs) We're in Demethos. The wizards run off and the one goes, thank you, thank you. Now that we know it goes to Crystal Dale, we'll get the refugees together and start sending them through as soon as possible. Yeah, hold that thought. Wait, what? what's wrong? The city's in shambles. You might want to send a cleanup crew first. It's going to need some extensive rebuilding. And uh, food. A lot of dead bodies. I'm okay. He's, he's yelling for the other wizards to come back, and they go, well, we'll handle that. We'll handle that. Thank you. Thank you again. Um, and if what you said is true, then at least maybe we could just talk to Adam through the crystal. It's a thought. Yeah. Uh, just don't pick it up. Hey, if you pick it up, it's a wild roller coaster ride. Well, the city falls really quickly. Uh, then we won't remove it. In fact, uh, maybe we should bring some chains. I don't know. If I were you, I'd do it just once. It's, it's a lot of fun. They say thanks again, and they go through the portal and disappear. Queen Rebecca and her guards are sitting there, and she says, I don't know what to do with you all sometimes. Hey, we didn't break our promise. We didn't kill him. We tried to help him. In fact, we kept him alive. He then died himself. From what Martin told me, if he wasn't there, you would have all died at the hand of Deimos. That's probably true. Well, that's maybe. At least we know now we can take him down. He's not an invulnerable god. Yeah. What should we do next? I think you should all rest. You've been through a lot. You look a little tired, especially you, Martin. Yeah, the Blackwater, it's not great. She goes. It's something for another time. Please go to the tavern and enjoy yourselves. There are rooms at the castle for you when you are ready to rest. You know, and just for the record, we're not really sure Adam is dead. I get that. I do not understand all this magic. I would rather face a foe head on with my daggers than count on spells to help me. I'm with you, my queen. She looks knowingly at you, actually. Uh, Her eyes gazing at 
the dagger at your hip. And she says, Maybe you can show me around Crystaldale, Alicia, since you have spent so much time up there. Anytime. I would say, judging by the circumstances, the sooner the better. We don't know when things will change again. Say the word. Where are you guys going? Are you going to the tavern to celebrate? Martin, you're going to go back to solitude and pray? What's going on? Is there a temple here uh, dedicated to Arlen? No, just the temple of Jundar, where you trained. Xandro, you had those images up in Crystaldale, and now that you, you're having a, a second to process all that stuff, because more it was more important for you to get back down on the ground, the minute that the envoy knew your name, she started treating you and your friends differently. And you're starting to wonder if she knows something that would help you understand the visions that you saw better. Okay. Uh, but you head out, obviously, to clear your mind to head out of the city. Just into the woods, just outside. Do some hunting, try and gather some stuff to make maybe some healing potions, and figure if I get to where I feel comfortable, I can maybe make some sense of these visions. Alicia, you... She's going to go to the tavern. She's hungry. That's right. And you're, thirsty. You're at the tavern, and everybody else goes out to do their thing. Xandro, you go to the wall, and when the guards ask where you're going, you tell them, and... Uh, they had a couple of, they explained, like, a couple of the commoners wanted to to be able to help out more. And so a couple of them have learned to hunt if you weren't going too far, if you could teach them a thing or two on hunting animals to help feed everybody so that they could help better. They would appreciate it. Of course, as always, it's not forced upon you, sir. Sure. So reluctantly do it. Two men with bows come forward excitedly now, and you leave. Uh, Alicia, you're sitting there, and your friends, like I said, for a while are going on. But this is a good environment for you to be in. There's happiness again, people cheering again. The tavern plays more uppity music recently. And you feel a hand on your shoulder, and as you see the cloaked queen, she nods her head off to the side towards the door and starts walking that way. Alicia's going to get up and follow. As you get outside and you get to a point where there is no crowd, you realize she's alone. And she says, She's spoken to you. Yes. So where do you need to go? I don't know. I, she didn't go that deep into detail. Do you know who she named? Adram Gordon? The wizard. That's the only name she said. He was the guy talking to you at the door. He's the head of the wizarding tower. I guess I should go find him and talk to him. Well, let's go back to Crystaldale. I was serious about that tour. I need to see what we can do to help rebuild. And everybody should be asleep up there. Let's go. You head to the portal, and there's a man standing guard there and says, Oh, my queen. Yes, me and my friend here are heading to Crystaldale to look around. Do you know where Master Gordon is? He says, Oh, he's he's sleeping up there. He hasn't left Crystaldale since they started the reconstruction. Oh, I do not want to bother him tonight. I will see him in the morning. For now, I just want to see the city. And you and the queen disappear into the portal. Martin, you head to the Temple of Jundar, and as you approach the doors, the doors seem not to open. It's getting late out, and you do some supplication in the garden, just trying to wait for maybe a priest or cleric to come by to open the door for you. And you hear a familiar voice behind you, and he says, What is bothering you? And as you turn around, you see the drow who claimed to be Jundar, and he says, You seem to have lost connection to my sister. I have. I I keep putting all this on myself, and I do it to keep myself grounded in such a way that I don't repeat the mistakes that I did before. 
But are you not just shirking what you call duties? What he's alluding to is you remember, as he says that, you remember Morthos and what he told you about being a cleric. How you are the judge and jury of the gods. And you remember some of your time with Sheila who talked about balance of not just of the soul, but of everything in the world. And that you might not always have it right, but you must strive for it. And she hinted towards some people are natural-born leaders. Others seem to be natural-born followers. And sometimes we need to accept our positions in this world. And you believe that maybe Jundar is telling you that you need to stop pulling away from making decisions. Anytime something is is placed on me, uh, a decision or uh, a moment where I have to decide which path we take i i close up it's it's just difficult and i need to not do that i need to for better or worse be confident in my decisions you need to take need being to take a cleric more serious yeah i know i just it's difficult to live your life one way for so long and then to change over such a short period of time why did you feel that you needed to kill yourself by fighting Deimos one-on-one? I don't know. What would it have accomplished? I can't say that it would have accomplished anything. Maybe my sister needs you to understand that. Perhaps. No, I believe it to be true. And he points at your left stump and you see feathers seeming to bloom again, but they're way smaller than what they used to be. I kind of nod. Moving forward, what should we do? You must choose your own path. I'm more worried about the way you conduct yourself. You are a chosen, but you need to accept that or you will lose that part of your destiny, what you were meant to do. See, destiny and fate are not this thing that intertwines us like you are led to do something and that's the end all be all. You can actually miss your opportunity to be part of destiny and forsake or change the way things have happened around. Gifts are either opened and used properly or looked upon and thrown to the side. But those are your choices. Okay. And I I stand up and turn to face him. Uh, you stand up and you turn to face him and he is gone. Xandro, you take this little hunting party out and you're trying to teach them a thing or two. They've taken a couple shots at a few animals and missed. But this time, the one guy lets, his, lets loose the arrow about 50 yards away from a squirrel and pegs it off of a tree. Now you're starting to catch on. He's like, yeah, I think we got it. And with, with what you've hit and... And what uh, Martin over here got, I think we're good. We'll, we'll head back now. Thank you for your time, Master Zandro. Thank you. And they leave you alone in the forest. I kind of watch them as far as I can see them go. And you look at them as like little children just learning to hunt. And you remember the first time the tribe showed you picking up a bow and arrow and you hit something. But that seems like it was almost 100 years ago. I'll continue to kind of look around. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out, Razmala, I need to know those visions. What does it mean? You hear a voice from the tree. As you turn and see Rajmala sitting there, he says, Well, it means that there is a possible future. Things that may or may not be, depending on the choices you make. I could see myself, but I don't understand what the other people mean. You have seen glimpses of the future, yes? I suppose I have. I do not know what you saw, Zandro. Two queens, what looked to be a king and a small human. 
and myself on a throne. Can you describe the queens and kings in more detail? One was looked like Queen Rebecca. The other was just a female with a, like a crown. I assume she was a queen. He says, go on. What was the other king? A muscular human. I think the crown was black. Oh, yes. The, uh, the king of Tyrion. King Slater would recognize that face anywhere. He, he has a, a magnificent story of putting together the locket of the healing gods. I don't know what he would have to do with me. Or I would have to do with him. It's hard to tell. Uh, you said something about a wiry small man? Yeah, I think it was a human. Was he wearing a crown? I don't think he was. Did he have, like, stringy black hair? Yes. I think that is Amado. He is in Bengen right now, and he is a terrible sort of man. He believes that the mythological land of Adora, once it returns to its place, now void in Bengen, brings destruction upon the entire world, and he is plotting to get different magic users together. But we believe that... His actual goal is to help Deimos succeed in his plan. It seems like you have much to contemplate, Andrew. I will leave you. You do much better thinking when you don't have somebody to talk to. I'll just kind of nod, kind of bow. And he gives you a slight nod and jumps into the air, and you see this giant eagle form and then just disappear. As he starts to take off, I'll just say thank you. Queen Rebecca and Alicia appear on the other side of the portal. There doesn't seem to be any guards about, but you can see how some construction has started. It's already looking a little better. Yes, but what about the beautiful Temple of Jundar? That was across the courtyard from the keep? How is that? Well, we can go take a look. They have done some work, <laughs> so they may have helped it out, but everything was pretty much just in ruins. Uh, you enter into the temple, and it is still in ruins. It's the last thing possibly on the wizard's mind right now. And Rebecca goes up to behind where the altar is, and she starts touching stones, and you hear her say, It's here somewhere. I know it's here. What are you looking for? You'll see. She finally hits something just right, and a brick slides out, and she goes, Ah. Uh, and she draws a dagger that looks just like yours. I asked a favor of a friend, long past now, after my father died to keep this from me. If you are to be trained, I need to feel and know everything Our Lady asks of us. And she pulls back her cape, and you see for the first time a dagger sheath that's built into the back of her armor underneath her cloak, which it could never be found. And she places it back, and she says, Well, we must find your target, or gods forbid what the Silver Mother would make you do. That is a pretty nifty cape and armor set you have there. Thanks. Maybe, when you're queen, one of your subjects can build you one as well. <sighs> Gotta find a king to marry. You guys head off into the night. She helps you sneak into the keep, which would be the obvious place that these guys would stay. Sure enough, you come upon different quarters, and you are amazed at how quiet she is. She goes in and out with no problems, and once she goes into the third room, she comes back with a somber look and gives you a, a point to the end of the hall. And whispers sleeping the last cot on the end you go with her and you sneak in and this is an older gentleman who looks very frail sleeping in the bed what does alicia do whispers to the queen are you sure we should wake him if you do it right he won't wake i am gonna pull out my dagger in a very quick motion i am gonna take my left hand quickly put it over his mouth while i slice his throat alicia sneaks up on this guy 
and very deftly, in a single motion, puts her hand over his mouth, squeezes on his nose to make sure no sound comes out, drives her dagger into the side of his throat, and as she yanks it forward, blood splatters out. You see the drain of life from his eyes. You feel the warm blood splatter against your own skin. It has been a kill that was not in self-defense. It is a kill that is not in the defense of anything or anybody else or even attacking demons. This warm blood, that removal of life in his eyes was because of one quick dagger stroke you used, Alicia. She knew it had to be done. Took a little bit, a little piece of her away. Again, she knew it had to be done, so she did it. She's not, like I said, not ecstatic about it. Not happy that she just kind of killed this innocent man, but Again, it's what her God told her to do. You feel Queen Rebecca put her hand on her shoulder and quickly to your mouth, knowing that you were lost in some thought. And she leads you back to the portal. Uh, You see her tap three different runes. And as you and her walk through, you're in her bedroom in the castle. I didn't know the portal had more than one entrance or exit. It was a failsafe I asked Zariah to put in the original circles. I was hoping it would still work. Always one step ahead of people. One step? That's cute of you to think I would only be one step ahead, Alicia. Well, the first one is out of the way. The rest should be easier for you. You mean there's more? There will always be more. Why is Martin different? Yeah, I don't know. He he became very distraught when Fidget died. You have always been a strength to him, Alicia. I have seen that. Even when you took leave of the kingdom and went searching for him. I mean, why give up now? Just go to him as a friend in the very least and find out what's going on. I will, my queen. She moves over to a wall, pulls the candle above the fireplace and a tunnel open. This will take you outside, closer to the graveyard. That way, no one sees you leave the castle. You might want to find a little bit of water in the tunnels and clean off a bit. You got something right there on your face. Since she points. Alicia, you come out of what looks like a crypt, but you just came out of it, so you know damn well that's not a crypt. And as you exit, you see in the road, um, Martin is just leaving the graveyard. Looks like he was coming from the area where the Temple of Jundar was and heading towards the city. Martin, what's going on? I jerk around and Alicia, what are you doing? Why are you in the graveyard in the middle of the night? You've been off lately. I was worried. So you go to the graveyard in the middle of the night? I found you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. I've been off, so what? What's going on with you? Nothing. With everything we've been through, you can't tell me nothing's been bothering you. You've been off with me. You've been short. You tried to fight me. I tried to fight you because you have no respect for those that we call friends. He would have wanted to help us. It might have destroyed his body, leaving us no chance to resurrect him. And he would have had a burial at sea. He would have wanted to have been there for his child. That's if you can bring, even bring him back. I, I know it can be done. How do you know? I've studied about different types of magic. I know that people can be brought back to life. Yes, but would they still be the same person? Are you? I haven't died yet. I think we've all died. I've died a little on the inside, but not enough that I could say that I've completely changed like you. I don't know. I don't know, Alicia. I just, what I'm dealing with is for me alone to deal with. It's not your fault. Doesn't really matter anymore. I just, I miss so much when you were happy. I don't think I'll ever have those days again. I pray for you. You never know what the future will hold. Only one way to find out. I see you're still wearing the gem. I kind of look down like, oh, 
I had a vision where you weren't wearing it. You you had a vision of me not wearing it. Yes. When? You were leading the guards and you didn't have the gem. Back in Crystaldale, when I was trapped in the fog. I don't know what it can mean. I just hope it doesn't mean the end of us. As you say, time will heal all wounds. I hope so. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Elmo the Usurper. You guys can still order the t-shirts if you want to. We have just email doc at brosanddragons at gmail.com. As always, you can follow me at chuwu13 on Twitter. Again, maybe I should get more active with it, but I need a new phone for that because I have no space whatsoever to get on that. But I am pretty active on our Instagram page. And that is the Bros and Dragons podcast. Follow us on there. You follow me at Bros Old Guy on Twitter. Thanks for listening to us. Remember to check us out wherever you can find your podcast. Spread the word. Use the hashtag Bros and Dragons on Twitter. Tell a friend. Tell a loved one. If you'd like to become a financial supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Bros and Dragons and select a monthly amount that you'd like to donate. As always, you can follow me at IMDNDoc on both Twitter and Facebook. So as always, from all of us here at Bros and Dragons and Bros and Dragons Incorporated, keep it nerdy and live your dreams. Later. Yeah, now it looks awkward. <laughs> I just like We're the holding hands the awkwardness, part. so. Right? They came in holding hands. They did. I don't know why their hands were down the front of each other. Their pants, though. It's weird. I think, I think uh, as my first act of cleric, I need to baptize Alicia. <laughs> no. In the black waters. No. <laughs> In the black waters. So, let, me get this out. let me get this out of the way now. Gotta love that Dr. Pepper. Yeah, if Dr. Pepper ever wants to sponsor us, I feel like they owe you a favor anyway, Tom. I think so. (laughs) They owe you a solid. How dare you assume your gender? (laughs) It's mine to assume, asshole. Right, my bad. That's actually how that works. Oh, I was going to say, do you call your mom by her name? But I it was like, eh, shit, it's Keith. That's 50-50. Right. <laughs> um, I'll say. I'm hitting record. And here's what I want you to say. I can't believe I ever liked that Krondo character. It was the worst thing I ever did. Okay. And go. I can't believe I ever liked that Krondo character. Worst thing I ever did. Bam. I have it. It's going to be in the blooper reel in the next fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, I'll take survival for 27. <laughs> yeah, well. You were there. And you were there. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to the wizard of us with us. <laughs> Yeah, it won't hurt my rolls. I think it's going to roll 19 the rest of the night now. (laughs) Uh,
still chanting, still the power going into the crystal. I'll I'll yell in his ear. You got to make your mom and dad kiss. They've got to kiss at the concert or otherwise you're not ever going to exist. We're not going to become cinephiles now. And you're still <laughs> God damn. Uh, uh, All right, Michael Bolton. Right. <laughs> Life is uh, a box of chocolates and my name is Forrest Gump. Not better. I'll kind of get close to him. Like, Adam. Call me Scott. Go on. I'm done. Can I pray to Adam? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what do you say? Hey, fuckhead. Um, we need you to come back. I, the Blackwater need help crossing. Is this working? Is this Anthony, on? We should take this down. Oh. <laughs> okay, we got to balance it. Zandro and Alicia, you guys move to one end of the city. I'll move to the other. Am I the only person who thinks that Martin's drunk by the way you're talking? <laughs> no. If he would have told you to jump off a cliff, would you have done it? If the teleporter's not up, that might be the only option. <laughs> what well, he said. <laughs> Is there a giant red button? <laughs> Sorry. There is always a giant red button. <laughs> oh, well, shit. I don't know, but I really could have gone without having to run here for this. Go, go in the circle. You needed the exercise. You were getting a little... Don't you say it. Uh, Another dexterity saving roll. God Bless. God damn it. Seven. Fuck. Nine. Nineteen. Fuck it. And he jumps. Uh, I look around. Fuck it. And I fall. And as I'm going down, the DM's not going to kill Mike's character. And you have that sensation. You can feel your arm. So you look over at your nub. And there's no more tattoo. God damn it. I mean, sorry. <laughs> Way to be a chicken. So through all our mo all our uh, checking around this place, we didn't see anybody else or anything. Nope. Crap. So right now, you guys are the rulers of Crystaldale. Do I have message? Yeah, the spell. No, unfortunately, I don't. What'd you grab for spells? Cure Wounds, Hunter's Mark, Fog Cloud, Pass Without a Trace, Spike Growth. Yeah, none you're bold. Help me. <laughs> yeah, none of which help me right now. She's hey, this is... this is couldn't have said that you grabbed it? This is for... Well, no, well, I want you guys to be honest with me. This is for yeah. all the people out there that are like, oh, that's a stupid spell, I'll never use it. Just right? keep that stuff in mind. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, go ahead, Keith. I'm you want to say something? Get it off your chest before he starts to scream. There's that light bulb. Now that you remember what you're actually <laughs> supposed to be doing for this guy, <laughs> right? I'm surprised he didn't know a long time ago. I, as soon as I realized that he didn't remember, I've been laughing the whole time. <laughs>
I'm going to use religion check to see if I can remember how to wake this guy properly without him actually waking up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the mind of John Sika. Let's see how deep his terrible and hidden dark side inside of his mind goes. You don't need to make a roll. You know she's telling you to kill him without waking him. Well, you know, that makes things... So much better and easier, now doesn't it? Destiny, a game that encourages teamwork, communication, precision, and a whole lot of fucking swearing. We aren't your usual Destiny podcast. We are the Destiny Street, learning use of Destiny and swearing for charity. Join us on the first and third weeks of the month as we release new episodes and provide you with awesome tips, lore understanding, and game mechanics to help you improve your experience in the game of Destiny. Did we mention we swear for charity, too? Fuck yeah, we did. Destiny Street Podcast. Learn you some destiny. On iTunes and Google Play. This has been a Bros and Dragons production. <laughs>